Hi, it's Brett Cowell from Total Life Complete. This is the first of several short in-between episodes presented by me, talking more about the philosophy and process behind Total Life Complete, and how that will hopefully help you to live a better life in whatever way you define better. Several of you have wanted to hear how I'd answer the same questions I ask the guests on the podcast. So in this first in-between episode, I'll try to do that. Here we go. Question one, how do you introduce yourself at a party when people ask what you do? <laughs> well, to paraphrase Thomas Riccio from episode one of the podcast, I'm just a guy on this planet for a finite period of time. You know, the titles and labels can really hold us back from being who we can be. So what I'm doing today is actually quite different than what I did for 18 years, which was corporate management consulting, but actually a little bit similar to what I did before that, appearing on air, performing and putting on events to bring people together for a good time and to find their own personal music. So right now I'm the founder of Total Life Complete, which is a business with a social mission to help professionals and leaders reach their potential and make a positive impact in the world. And I'm also just a guy. Question two. So talk a little bit more about Total Life Complete. Well, for me, Total Life Complete is a way of looking at and approaching life overall. It's about getting the most out of life and helping others to do that too. So it's a philosophy and a mindset as well as a business. Uh, the social mission of the business is to make the world a kinder, fairer and more sustainable place. So prior to starting the business, I thought a lot about potential and what makes a good life. I'd written the Good Life book, which is like the total part of Total Life Complete. The book describes a very structured approach, um, getting your life together, uh, setting a direction, taking action, overcoming obstacles. It's structured since it's based on my management consulting experience. Uh, but then there's the complete, uh, which is the other half, like a yin-yang. It's about exploration and expression and relationships. That's like the artistic side of my personality, not overthinking or predetermining things, but stretching your comfort zone. It's about living a full life that makes you feel alive and living without regrets. Uh, the threads that link the two halves are experiences and relationships. Uh, we learn and grow from our own experiences, of course, and also stories about others' experiences. We become our best selves when we include others in our worldview. And that's on both sides, you know, he hearing diverse points of view and life stories, including the guests on the podcast, but also thinking beyond just ourselves and our own concerns. Uh, so while the focus of Total Life Complete is on helping professionals and leaders to reach their potential, these steps are so linked to increasing positive impact in the world because uh, their foundation is living your values in everything you do. Uh, the Total Life Complete business itself is about creating an experience for people that helps them uh, to live a better life, you know, have fun, meet people, learn, grow and give back. Uh, giving back is actually another form of like personal expression because it's a way of helping others uh, by doing so, I think ultimately helping yourself. Total Life Complete combines art, business and community, basically does five things. Uh, the first is media, which is this podcast, uh, other audio and video streaming, and uh, also the Good Life book and, and maybe other books in future. Uh, there's learning, which is these immersive in-person and online training events, um, you know, helping people to reach their personal and professional goals. There's connecting, which is really uh, kind of networking events based around doing an activity. Uh, there's coaching, which I think is self-explanatory and also contribution. So I really wanted to make Total Life Complete friendly, uh, approachable and fun, but not shallow or superficial. I wanted to make it easy for people to engage with us as part of their own journey in small and also more substantial ways as it suits them. 
Um, you know, you can start off by listening to a podcast or reading an article, uh, come to a networking event, and then uh, maybe take a course to deep dive in a specific topic or skill, or even get some one-on-one coaching, that sort of stuff. And through all of these interface points, you'll have an opportunity to contribute to other people as well. Question three, tell us a bit about your journey to start Total Life Complete. Let me try and explain that. Um, Several years ago, I was going through a period of questioning, uh, turned 40, gotten married, achieved what I wanted to in my management consulting job and was wondering what next, Uh, whether that was a business or a different kind of job or even what city and country to live in. At the time, I was living in London. Uh, This was early 2013. To work out what was next, uh, I began to think about what a happy life was overall. You know, for me to make a major life decision, I first needed to understand the context of what we wanted out of life in the short term and the long term. Uh, And that we that I was thinking about initially was my wife and I. But quickly I saw that there were many others in the same boat as us uh, trying to work out what next in life. So that questioning actually led me on a a three-year quest to try and research and synthesize uh, what was important in life. Uh, You know, I read a lot of books and articles on happiness and purpose, uh, kind of self-help, personal development stuff. But, you know, I no sooner started thinking about life in this way than life itself started getting in the way of this kind of intellectual pursuit. Shortly after starting this quest, my wife and I, Darcy, decided to relocate to Dallas, Texas, where she was based. So my life had been quite simple to that point. Uh, for most of my life, I'd been unmarried and with a solid corporate job that was challenging, paid the bills, let me travel and enjoy myself when I wasn't working. That was great. After leaving university and starting work, I never really gave much time to the big existential questions such as life's purpose or anything like that. I kind of took life on a day-to-day basis. Every day was a new day, that that kind of thing. I did have in the back of my mind, though, the seed of the idea for the connecting part of the business um, in Total Life Complete, as it is now. Um, I'd backpacked before starting my corporate career, like a lot of Australians, and was kind of struck by how easily you'd meet like-minded people doing something uh, like a bike tour in a foreign city. But then you'd get back home and you'd feel like in a, in a rut <laughs> again, not meeting new people or doing anything new. You know, I'd even felt that way uh, in a rut uh, in great places like Sydney where I grew up and in London. But, but of course, you lose touch with the people you've met overseas and maybe once you got back from overseas, if you did meet them, you didn't find you had that much in common anymore. But... I thought it'd be cool if there was a service uh, that existed to put on events and bring people together in your home city and kind of meet people, make each other's lives better, you know, whether you're married, single, had kids or whatever. Uh, So that was a cool idea I had in the back of my mind, but didn't yet have enough, uh, you know, meat on it to be a sustainable business and make me leave my job. So anyway, I moved to Dallas and my simple life started to get more complicated. I was in a, a new city and starting a new job. Uh, I was on the road a lot and trying to get established, uh, but at the same time, you know, trying to uh, learn how to be a good husband, and we're also wanting to start a family. Then we went through some uh, complications of pregnancy with both our kids, and, you know, of course, when they were born, uh, we were both dealing with not much sleep and a steep learning curve as parents, put it that way. So all of this stuff didn't leave much time to work on my research quest into a good life, But all of these life stages and experiences uh, were actually giving me different perspectives on life. Uh, Going back to the question of what is a good life, 
well, the goalposts kept moving, to use that expression. I felt like it was pushing into other parts of life I hadn't experienced before. Uh, So I decided to begin to use myself as a guinea pig, taking a lot of detailed notes about the experiences I was having and trying to extract the life lessons from those, you know, rather than reading more books or whatever. While all of this was happening, I was still doing a challenging job and traveling from Dallas to places like New York and Miami uh, every week. You know, consulting is not what you call a cruisy job. I was still working long hours and there was also this kind of expectation that you keep climbing the ladder. Um, they kind of call this uh, up or out, if you know that expression. My seniors were pressing me to commit to my next move and I was all the while feeling that maybe my next move might be on the outside, uh, at least in the form of a sabbatical. Uh, so it all boiled down to a choice. Um, the choice was actually move to New York where I'd been traveling uh, for work a lot of the time and recommit for another two or three years to get established there and uh, get up the next rung of the ladder. Uh, Or I could leave and try and make something of the business idea I had. So you might think that that was a, you know, following your dream is it was a kind of easy decision, but of course it's it's not. Um, You know, I had a a young kid, uh, my son with another on the way, and I definitely wanted to live in New York actually at some stage. I enjoyed living and working there you know, even if only during the week, the times I visited, um, on a good day, I liked what I was doing. So uh, to carry on down the track of my consulting career was a serious possibility. And on the other side of the equation was kind of a vague dream and a jumble of ideas that I was starting to think I might be able to turn into a book and perhaps a business. I was self-aware enough that if I was struggling with these kind of decisions, then others were too. And I was getting feedback from folks I'd meet inside and outside of work um, to that effect as well. I started thinking the book could be a stepping stone to either a business or, like I said, a sabbatical or something like that. I'd also had this this uh, near drowning and out-of-body experience in the surf back in Australia, all this that was going on kind of over the course of six months or a year. That kind of led me to the realisation that life wasn't about chasing happiness per se. I'd had this visceral feeling about how fragile life was and how we had to fight for it or at least be really intentional on living the short life we had. I also began to see a vision of how to make a bigger impact on the world, uh, kind of paying it forward, relating to helping others reach their potential. In the end, the, the vision wasn't about me, it was about giving other people the tools and starting the conversation about a good life and then letting others loose to take selfless actions based on what they'd found. I was trying to create a, a kind of fairer, more sustainable world overall, you know, working with other similar to me professionals and leaders in the corporate world initially. So it was uh, early 2016 by this stage and uh, Darcy and I were away for a weekend at, at a at a kind of hotel resort in California. Um, Darcy was pregnant and we had a one half year old Jack at the time. And, you know, I said to Darcy, we need to talk, <laughs> which is never a good way to start a conversation. But I outlined my plan to leave work and write a book and perhaps host some seminars on a good life. And, uh, you know, you can kind of imagine how that conversation went, but we worked through it and uh, eventually I left my job in May 2016. The book was finally published in March of 2017. And since then, I've been getting the business side started up. I should also talk a little bit about the social mission of the business, the kind of era and more sustainable world. And the way that I'm trying to put that into practice is working with local 
non-profits and social entrepreneurs in Dallas. There's, I've spoken to a number of them already. So not only uh, donate any part profits from some of the events, but getting some of the stakeholders and even the leadership of, of some of these nonprofits along to the events and uh, the networking events and the training events to to allow different types of folks to mix together and then uh, hopefully one thing leads to another. So that's an exciting thing for me really to see that starting to make a little bit of progress. And, you know, that also even extends to some of the guests you're hearing on the show, which are, you know, folks running a business from different parts of art business and, and community that are doing something maybe as part of their job or as, as part of uh, a project after hours to give something back and work with folks in the community of Dallas. So question four, tell us more about your secrets to life. Have they changed since the book was published and you started your business? <laughs> Well, when I was researching the book or thinking about my own life in the context of the book, um, the first big insight I grappled with was this realization that for most of us, our whole upbringing and education and work, uh, for that matter, were all based around following this external definition of success, you know, getting a secure job and more money and, and so on. Yet it was really an internal definition of success that generated lasting happiness, balance and meaning, you know, things like meaningful work, not just highly paid or, or, or prestigious work, but you know, something that generates meaning for you, quality relationships, spiritual connectedness, groundedness, um, mental and physical health and some sort of creativity and self-expression. Uh, they were the things that really led to happiness, certainly in, in my life and, and from what I could see from others. But there wasn't the same infrastructure dedicated to helping us understand and live our internal definition of success. You know, probably wasn't a secret at all, but it also wasn't really advertised or on TV or anything like that. In fact, what you saw on TV was was kind of advertising the opposite of ha happiness, trying to buy stuff. And when you did see things like family uh, it was just used to sell products, you know, that kind of became very clear to me. So following on from that realization was that we have to intentionally set a personal direction, not just go with the flow, you stay on autopilot, you know, we have to take action in kind of an experimental way and then overcome obstacles to your potential. And when I say experimental, you know, it's not just one and done, it's, it's trying different things and really learning about the craft of what you're trying to achieve uh, you know, trying to do something different, but trying different approaches. And, and if the first one doesn't uh, work out, then learn from what you did and then, and then try something different. Another realization since starting the business is the concept of grind. <laughs> you know, I thought that making the move and starting the business was the hard part. And it is hard, but it's followed by a litany of challenges involved in starting a business. Um, it's like you're learning to crawl and walk all over again. Um, so much of what you do on a daily basis is off track and you're making wrong turns and trying to recover from those and you never have enough time to do everything that needs to be done. Um, but you also can't hold anything back, otherwise the business will fail. So when things are tough, I, I try to remind myself, you know, in terms of lessons that I'm trying to pursue a vision bigger than myself, you know, improve the lives of thousands or hopefully millions of people around the world. So when I'm stuck, that lets me find a way forward. Question five, what's the heart and soul of Dallas? <laughs> well, firstly, I ask this question in earnest to my guests since I want to know and understand this place I've been living in for four years now. I kind of felt a bit of a dissonance when I first 
moved here from London in the UK. Uh, you know, I went looking for a geographical cultural center and didn't find that on, on Main Street in downtown and I didn't find that in Highland Park or whatever. What I did find, though, when I finally stopped commuting and changed out of my other job and spent some serious time in Dallas is a lot more profound, I guess, and simple, which is that Dallas is what you make of it. And in that way, it's kind of like life. Uh, nothing is handed to you on a silver platter. You have to invest the time to get to know the people and the different neighborhoods of Dallas. And then its secrets are slowly revealed. Beyond the brashness of the Dallas Cowboys and cut thrust of business, there's a lot more subtle qualities of Dallas and you know the linkages between individual people um, that I find interesting. And uh, certainly community is something that comes out again and again in the interviews on the podcast. Like the can-do attitude here and uh, the opportunities to start something here, whether that's a business, a family, or whatever you care to do. Question six, current projects. The project that I'm most excited about um, is the Total Life Complete Boot Camp, which is going to be held in Dallas uh, at the end of this month on September 30th. The boot camp is an immersive, like a personal growth event centered around passion, purpose, and charting a course to reach your potential. The format of the boot camp is based around the best courses and events I've run or attended over the last 20 years. And you know, it's interactive, it's fun, and you certainly work at a steady pace for the whole thing. We cover a lot of ground just in one day. There might also be a two-day format of that in future. But it's the the kind of learning curve that it might take months or years to do otherwise outside this type of environment. I'm also teaming up with some of the co-working spaces here in Dallas to run some different types of connecting events where people network around an activity. Uh, they learn something and have fun and also experimenting with live streaming and different types of content. For the podcast, I'm going to try to take that up to the next level uh, to see if we can get even more out of our time together. That's both myself and the guests, and also for you, the listeners. Uh, there's definitely some exciting guests in the works in Dallas, and also in the next few months, I'm probably going to add another city. So stay tuned to hear more about that. I also want to experiment more with these in-between episodes to see if there are other ways to share useful content with you in between the standard interview episodes, which will keep going. Most of all, I'd really like it if you let me know what you want from the podcast. Uh, you can email me at podcast at totallifecomplete.com so podcast at totallifecomplete.com very easy the next in between episode will probably be around how to apply some of the key life lessons from our guests to your own life so life advice and final words for the listeners well i guess what i've learned is there's always another chapter of life out there even if you don't know what it is at any particular time through total life complete i've spoken to people in their 70s who are ready to start on the next chapter and also people in their 20s who think their life is over sim simply because they're not sure what they want to do. Knowing that there can be multiple chapters, it doesn't pay to be too rigid about basing who you are on the job that you currently do. The clues to that next chapter might be probably already around you um, in terms of interests, hobbies, passions, things you're curious about, people you know and find interesting or whatever. Try to make those things part of your life every week, at least in a small way. Uh, maybe even make a business out of something you do for free. Try to make what you're truly passionate about part of your life each week, at least in a small way. So that's my advice. Okay, that's it. Thanks for sharing this time with me. To stay up to date uh, on all the things going on with Total Life Complete, you can sign up to the mailing list by visiting the website at www.totallifecomplete.com. 
and you'll also get special offers and discount codes for events and keep up to date with that and again let me know what you want out of the podcast by emailing me at podcast at totallifecomplete.com all the best and thanks for listening (laughs) 